Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association along with Terry Reed, an engineer, Dr. Carl Williams, a newly retired medical doctor, and our producer, Dr. Ed Salswell, all directors at SAPSA. We're here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. For more than a millennia, there have been skeptics who have tried to disprove the Bible, who have tried to poke holes in it, show that it's full of errors. One of the main characters in that human play came from the 19th and 20th century in Sir William Ramsey. Ramsey went to the Tubingen School of Thought at Oxford, If you don't know about the Tubingen School at Oxford, it features a devotion to the higher criticism, the idea that the Bible is full of errors and not written by God, not godly inspired. He was the son of two atheists, and he was an atheist himself, which is an easy product. This scholar and atheist found in the book of Acts something that he believed was ripe to do a test the Bible, to test it for accuracy. Uh, The book of Acts was one of two books in the Bible written by Luke, who was a medical doctor, and he gave a lot of detail. That book writes very differently in terms of the book of Luke and then Acts very differently than the three other Gospels. In it, he mentioned 32 countries, 54 cities, nine Mediterranean islands, and 95 people groups. Sixty-five of those people groups are not mentioned anywhere else in the Bible. So that gives 190 historical facts that Ramsey thought he could check, and he was fully expecting that he would find errors everywhere. In the 1800s, he spent 25 years in Asia Minor, Turkey, Western Greece, uh, the Middle East, trying to disprove acts. He investigated more than 100 of these facts, every one of which that he could verify archaeology was proved to be 100% correct. Now, this is really fascinating in the fact that Luke's uh, writings were not firsthand. He was doing this many decades after the fact with secondary witnesses. Unlike the other gospel writers, he was not one of the original disciples. He was not someone who saw it for themselves. And so he was dealing all on secondhand testimonies many years after the fact. He had no access to modern libraries or the internet. And the information he wanted was not supported by the governments of the time. They didn't even want him to write on this subject. And even modern journalists make errors. No kidding. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) Fake news? Fake news. Well, it's not just (laughs) fake news. It's sometimes when you're just pursuing something. The Duke player scandal. You know, there's huge charges brought out against people. And what do we find out a couple of years later? It was total fabrication. It was wrong. So... Luke, writing almost 100 years after with very few witnesses and no libraries, he's 100% correct. What are the chances of that? Almost none. Without divine help, this was not going to occur. And he had to be really dedicated to what he was doing. He had to be really dedicated to what he was doing. One of the fascinating things about Ramsey is that he has written, wrote a book, one of many uh, things that he wrote, but he came out and said, you can press the book of Acts 
as hard as you want to, and it will come up right every time. This is a skeptic. This is an atheist saying this. And in point of fact, his investigations into it led him to the point of being converted. Now, Terry, you were making a comment on that of people who do investigations like that, they get converted, and we said, you know, that happens a lot. But it happens a lot if what? Well, they have to do a really serious investigation as opposed to just some cursory investigation to, to confirm what they already believe. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly right. This guy was deeply devoted. Now, he had an agenda to start with. He went out intending to prove that the Bible was incorrect. But after 25 years of study, and I guess if, you, if you've devoted 25 years away from home to intense study, I guess he, didn't, he did more than a cursory study of the thing. It turns up that he not only was converted, but he found the Bible to be 100% accurate. He later did a study of the 13 letters of Paul and found them to be as historically accurate, as verifiable as the book of Acts. And again, was impetus towards his conversion. Carl, what do you think about this stuff? Well, I think it's, it is incredibly indicative of the bias that people have against the Bible until they actually start reading it. And that is where I hear a lot of problems with skeptics and people who poo-poo the Bible is they haven't really read it. There was an article uh, just recently about how the Bible was wrong because all the, there, there's still DNA of the Canaanites in the Middle East. And they had mistakenly said in their scientific article that the Bible says that all those people were wiped out. Well, not exactly. Right. The Bible shows that in the book of Joshua that for some reason the Israelites just didn't carry out all of God's commands. Imagine that. They weren't perfect. So they didn't <laughs> wipe out all the Canaanites. And thus, yes, there are still Canaanite DNA to this day because the Israelites failed to carry out the commands of God to wipe out all the Canaanites. And the Gibeonites, for example, the ones that tricked Joshua to begin with. So we know that at least the Gibeonites were still left, and there were several other tribes that in the hill countries were not wiped out for various reasons. They got tired of fighting, who knows, but anyway, they didn't carry out a command by God to wipe out all the Canaanites. And thus, there sure is still going to be DNA left of the Canaanites in the world today, and which is what we find. So the Bible is not disproved. It's the scholarly research that has some problems. That was suspect. They, they didn't actually read the Bible accurately. Correct. You're listening to Believe in the Bible. This is Terry Reed with Scott Lane and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabbsa.org. That is sabbsa.org. Today on Believing the Bible, we've recounted the uh, bio of Sir William Ramsey, a skeptic who was looking to disprove the Bible and after 25 years of hard research, <laughs> not only proved the Bible to be 100% accurate in the book of Acts as well as the writings of Paul, he converted to Christianity. It's the power of God's words. It's the power of the scripture. Carl, you were relating this story to uh, Lee Strobel, a modern investigator. Correct. It has the same MO. And his wife converted to Christianity. And Lee Strobel hated that. He
he was an atheist. He hated the fact that his wife was now a Christian and was going to try to put these fool ideas into their children's heads. So he was all up in arms. His wife convinced him that it was true. And if you don't believe it, then go investigate it. He said, okay, I will. Mm -hmm. I'm going to prove to you that this is a bunch of hooey. And his research over several years brought him to a saving knowledge of Christ in that he found that the Bible was indeed true every time he investigated it. And you may know Lee Strobel's work from several books that he's written, starting with A Case for Christ, and he did a case for God and a, a case for faith, rather, and a case for creation. And there's a, a DVD out on A Case for Christ. There is a, a movie, a documentary type of movie that's going to show about Lee Strobel's life. In other words, uh, it's kind of a characterization of how he went through study of, uh, yes, there is indeed verifiable facts and uh, the legal implications of the, the testimonies in the Gospels are irrefutable evidence for Christ having been born, died, and resurrected. And it, thus, it's his journey. It's, it's his, his journey. It's his journey. From yeah. atheism, in fact, very vehement atheism, to a apologist for Christianity now. We could go into a lot of other people. There is, let's see, what, what's one other example put out there in the writing? People who've done these type of investigations, and it's always fascinating that they come up finding the Bible to be uh, true. They don't start that way. They don't start believing that the Bible is true. They believe that, that they're going to find huge amount of errors. That There are people who will say the Bible is error-prone, but when you examine their soundbite argument, you end up finding out in the background that it's not. Yes, another example is uh, Frank Morrison, who wrote under the name of Albert Henry Ross, who moved the stone, was another one of these guys like Ramsey and Strobel, who went out to try to debunk the myth of resurrection. In other words, Christ can't be true because no one raises from the dead. But his investigation found that it was indeed true. He satisfied himself and he wrote books about that to show that it was indeed legitimate, that Christianity is a not a blind faith, is something we can all put our trust in. The Word has power. Amen. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Mm-hmm.